Welcome to Just Think, the podcast. The podcast where we don't want to tell you what to think. We just want to encourage you to do it. We are three friends that came from across the political spectrum who were tired of partisan politics and were alarmed at what we saw happening in our country, including the growing political divide. But we found as we challenged ourselves to recognize our own biases, to put them aside, we were absolutely united in our pursuit for the truth. And that's why we started this podcast to share the conversations we were having around that pursuit and to invite you into our conversation. To encourage you to feel free to ask questions. Search for the answers yourself to say what you think. That's right, because as we like to say, diversity of thought, ideas, and beliefs are welcome here. Asshats are not. (laughs) (laughs) All are welcome as long as you just think. Welcome to Just Think, the podcast. This is Holly. And Amy. And Kristen. And today, it is just three of us. We are going to be blazing through the headlines and hot topics that are happening this week in an effort to basically cut through the BS of mainstream media and all those corporate entities and governmental agencies that want to tell you one thing and are lagging to you. And we have evidence. If you are not subscribed to our Substack, we're going to tell you right now, go subscribe. Just think the podcast on, on Substack. It's free. You can make a donation. We will take it as we're working to improve our podcast uh, in this coming year. But listen, Go read it. It's where we put our receipts and everything we talk about today. We'll put links on there for you. Because here's the thing. Don't trust what we say or what anyone says. Just think for yourself. Read for yourself. Stop being spoon-fed by headlines what you think is true. If you do that, you're in trouble. And we can start off right now actually by giving you an example. Right now, the president, the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, has been indicted again in Georgia on charges that he was saying the election was fraudulent and trying to interfere in that election. And uh, this all, a lot of this goes back to the fact that, frankly, number one, uh, many Americans were turned against Donald Trump. Did he do himself favors with with his personality, the way that he talks, the way he speaks off the cuff? He is not politically correct. He is not carefully constrained by PR people which actually I find refreshing. Do I like everything he says the way he says it? Have I wanted to tell him to shut up? Of course. But I appreciate that when he says something, I really do know I'm getting what he really thinks about what he's saying. And one of the things that we were told for years during his presidency, do you guys remember? Russian collusion. Mm. Russian collusion. Russian collusion. It was that Trump and Putin were in bed together and rigging the election. Hillary Clinton was one of the losers in the election that's, that accused, and she is a loser, by the way. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to say it. I thought you were just calling her that. Yeah, well, well, she, she is. is. She but is. She, but yeah. she's a loser. If you don't know our biases, we come from across the political spectrum, and we still all three think she's a big, fat loser, corrupt to the core, Want to know why she got away with destroying all those emails? I mean, it's amazing the past they get. It's amazing the past that they get. Back to Trump. Okay, so we were told for years that there was collusion. And I think part of that came because Trump campaigned on trying to make peace with Putin. He wasn't, he didn't think Putin was a great guy, but he thought we should at least have a decent relationship with Russia. And so when he got elected, um, he started looking into Ukraine. 
Now, let's, I think what I have realized recently, ladies, is that people don't know the history of Ukraine. I did it. Of mm -hmm. Ukraine, Russia, and the United States. Ukraine has been a corrupt country. And we just sent how many more billion? 25 billion more. This week, was it 25 billion, Amy? I think it's 25 Hold on, y'all. I just saw it. And Hold I right on you know. Let's look and see. Because uh, 250 million in new military aid for Ukraine. We've committed more than 43 billion since the beginning of the invasion. So just just another 250 million has been announced to go to them. 250, that's what it was, 250. Okay. I mean, so I don't know how you guys feel about that. Um, Hawaii Hawaiians just got $700 for their fire. Mm -hmm. um, and what about East Palestine, Ohio? Hadn't heard much about what's going on over there. Also yeah. our southern, southern border. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to point everybody, when you're done with our episode, please listen to the rest of our episode. Also subscribe. And if you like what you hear, go give us a five-star review, please. But here's what I want to, to point out to everybody. Joe Rogan has Dave Smith. Dave Smith is a comic. It's so wild to me how God uses certain people to speak truth through. But Dave Smith is a admitted libertarian. He talks about his biases to that end. But this man knows history and has looked into the war machine in America probably more than anyone I've ever heard talk outside of a military person. The, the, the benefit of listening to Dave Smith, though, is he's not a military guy, so you're not getting the bias of America's great and everyone else is bad. Because I think that's kind of what we think. We've been in wars for two decades. What do we have to show for it, right? Um, so he's really made me rethink the way I see war. And, and I have thought for years, just as a woman, like, God, why do we got to get involved in everything? And then, yeah. of course, they can sell it to us, right? They can say, well, if we don't, you know, millions could die under this regime. You know, like we're the heroes of the world. I don't, I don't think we're the heroes. And um, I'm not saying we haven't done heroic things. I'm saying there are two sides to these stories. And Dave Smith tells a great one here. And I, and I just want everyone to hear, go listen to him on the Joe Rogan Experience last week. Get the full thing, but we want you guys to hear what, what they talk about here. Burisma, who hired uh, Hunter Biden. By the way, Burisma was the company that hired Hunter Biden out of Ukraine. He's going to explain why that's important. Listen to this. It all ties back to Trump, too. So Joe Biden at the time, when he was the vice president under Barack Obama, he was the point man on Ukraine. That was like one of his big tasks that he was given by Obama. And uh, like Victoria Nuland uh, was talking about how Joe Biden would get on the phone to give an attaboy to the, the protesters who ultimately overthrew Yanukovych. He was Yanukovych was the former what, president of Ukraine, just so everyone knows who everybody is. OK, we helped him get overthrown. Burisma was tied to that to that president. And that's why there's a concern here. Burisma, once that gets overthrown, the Burisma goes, oh, we could be under scrutiny from this new regime. So listen to this. Intimately involved. And this company, Burisma, because Ukraine's a very corrupt country. They've always been, still are. Th this company was like very in bed with the Yanukovych government. And then Yanukovych's government's overthrown. And there's a new government that comes in. And so they were kind of freaking out, like, oh, we don't have the government that we're in bed with anymore. And so this was their move to kind of, instead of bribing the new Ukrainian government, they just went right to the source and bribed, you know, said, oh, here, we'll put the vice president's son on our board, pay him, give him a huge check. And then that kind of like protects us against the threat, perhaps, of this new government cracking down on us, because they're not going to want to piss off the real puppet master is, which is D.C.
like as always, because like we're we're the world empire, you know, and that's the thing that's so crazy about the, the war in Ukraine is hearing all of these people in like the corporate press and the political class talk about how Vladimir Putin's an imperialist and he's a war criminal. And you're like, how are you? You're just the biggest hypocrite in the history of the universe to be someone who supports the American regime and say, Vladimir Putin, how dare you invade a sovereign country? How dare you violate international law? You're killing innocent people, you know? I mean, to anyone outside of like the American bubble, that's just, it's just so absurd on its face that you're, you know, we just got done backing the Saudis in a war of genocide in Yemen for eight years. Now we're gonna turn around and all, they're all humanitarians now for the poor people of Ukraine. It's just, it's like, it doesn't pass the basic smell test. No, and it's also ignoring the money. The the money is the scariest thing. The and then this is something that Trump was like really the first sitting president to discuss. And we talked about that Steve Hilton interview where he said there is a military industrial complex and these guys want to go to war. And the, to have a sitting president say that out loud, like you know, hey, what am I going to do? He's just like kind of putting it out there. But what was, what was, yeah, it was amazing. But what was crazy about it too was he was almost saying it like the way I'd say it on your podcast, yeah. like just someone bitching about it who has no real power over right. it. You know, he's like, yeah, I don't want to go to war, but all these guys love war, so war. And you're like, but you're the commander in chief, dude. Like you're supposed it, to be able to say no. Is it that you can't say no to everything and you have to kind of navigate that? Feel? Like, how does that work? I think, so my, my read on it is that I think they... Um, they kind of boxed Donald Trump in this is important. Um, with what he would politically be able to do. And I think that's a lot of what the Russia collusion nonsense was all about. Because, um, like, you, he was running on, let's make a deal with Vladimir Putin, let's be friends with Russia. But once the media is saying, oh, you're a Russian spy, right. well, now you can't really make a deal with Vladimir Putin. Because then, look, proof, he right. was a Russian spy. So they kind of boxed him in. I think they manipulated him, and um, they they lied to him about a lot of the stuff. I mean, there was a uh, there. There were articles written about how they had misled him about the number of troops still remaining in Syria uh, when he tried to. He wanted to end that war several different times. Um, I, I think that they they. It seemed like they really uh, convinced him that Assad had been gassing his own people, and that convinced Trump to to bomb Syria a couple times. Um, I, I don't know exactly what the conversations were like. I do know that if he really wanted to be the guy who was ending all of the wars and he wanted to be the guy who wasn't giving into the military industrial complex, it, it makes no sense for him to have people like Lindsey Graham in his ear. It made no sense for him to make Mike Pompeo his secretary of state. It made no sense to have these guys like um, Mattis and all, all of the, like he put it, he put the war party into all of these positions. And then he's like, Wait, man, they're undermining me at every turn. Did everybody catch that? So do you see, now this makes sense to me. I don't know if it makes sense to you, but I'm like, here's the connection between Trump. Remember what they were mad at him with his call with Zelensky. As soon as he get, becomes president, he goes, what were the Bidens doing? And remember, they called that a political move. And that's what he was, that's what they wanted to impeach him for. And he said, it's a perfect call. Remember, we talked about this in the last episode. This is what I want people to understand. It's starting to make sense to me. I think Dave has a great explanation. I think Trump assumed that these generals and these people in the military and these senators that were on these committees had America's best interest at heart and the world's best interest at heart. And then he began to see, oh, there's a military industrial complex, kind of what Kennedy talked about. You know, th this exists. They want to go to war. 
And then they, they lied to him. And we now know that because guess what also happened down in Mar-a-Lago? Let's just put this all together. What, was, what did Trump have? He had documents that showed that the sitting general of the United States lied to him about, about crucial information that would lead them to war. Remember, it was, uh, what's his face, y'all? What's his name? Millie. Millie. That Millie had lied to him. Remember, that's what that whole document was about. Mm. It's starting in pieces to all come together. Ukraine, Russia, Trump, Biden, the Biden crime family is what I'm going to call them now at this point. We mm. don't, you know, I think there's enough evidence to say that out loud. Um, yeah. If I'm wrong, I'll say we're it. First, we're not the first to say that. <laughs> no, I mean, even the, or the last. <laughs> the attorney that, I mean, it's such a wild, wicked web. When you step back and you look at, and I don't even, I can't even wrap my mind around it really. But like you said, like Trump, you know, from the beginning of his candidacy or presidency, they started trying to put this Russian situation on him. Meanwhile, the Biden family has many business dealings in Ukraine. Um, the attorney that Shokin, he has said that they are involved in, in bribery. And he and, and Biden has admitted that, yes, he fired this, you know, he gave him six hours, fired this the, the attorney that was prosecutor that was looking into Burisma, which is the board that Hunter sat on getting paid millions. Yeah. And he's saying, yes, they that family accepted bribes. I mean, the ties with the Bidens and the Ukraines and how they were, you know, pushing this Russia stuff on, on Trump. And meanwhile, the four years that he was president were the only four years that we were not involved in a war. Yeah. Yeah, we were getting I, out. Just, of, we were getting, we were pulling out. He said, we're going to be done in FF. There were no new wars. There might've been like wars left yeah. over from what the previous administration, but there were no new wars or new conflicts. It's like, keep your friends close and your enemies closer, right? I mean, yeah. if you're a smart businessman, which which he is, you know, he's not a presidential, like you said, he doesn't have the eloquence of like a politician, but yeah. I think we're all done with eloquence. We don't need any more of that. Nope. We need realness. Anybody's blowing steam up my ass anymore. Right. Like, no. what? why I hate politicians. I mean, how many lies we, uh, we keep saying it y'all, but we want to put together a whole reel of all of Biden's lies. And I don't think there's a president that's a politician and it's not just him. I mean, right. it's Republicans, Democrats, anybody. But like just his blatant lies, he lies, lies. about shit that doesn't matter. It's like, right. he was saying that he had, um, South Carolina Senator, um, Strom Thurmond voting for the civil rights act. He was 20 when that happened. <laughs> Biden was. He wasn't in Congress. Y'all, that's so easily fact checkable. Where's the mainstream right. plan? Hey, ding dong, you're a liar. But he's done it since he was in the Senate. He's always lied and gotten away with it. And then we went and elected him. And I just want to say this. Hmm. For those of you who listen to us and you voted for Biden the first time, like, I hope that you're at the point of like, fool me once. Shame on me. Because I know a lot of you voted for Biden because you just didn't like Trump. I hope that if you, whether you love or hate Trump, it, it doesn't matter to us. We are not here to, to support anybody. We're here for the truth and that is it. But I hope that what you're looking at now is you see, whether you like Trump or not, he was not given a fair shake in a whole lot of ways. Did you know that he was completely found guiltless of any Russian collusion by that Mueller report, the Durham report? And in fact, it actually pointed back to Hillary Clinton's campaign for, for the Steele dossier, which involved the FBI and the CIA. I bet people don't Donald know. Trump. They probably they did, don't know. No, because they did a, they did a poll and, and so many Democrats especially still think there's Russian collusion. 
They still say it. I feel like they still say it on the news now, still to this day now. They are still trying to connect him to Russia after it's been proven. Completely it's made crazy. up. It's Completely crazy. made up. And this is why we've got to keep talking, guys. And I want to say that to our listeners. Please do not depend on us or the Joe Rogans or, or any of the other podcasters of the world or Tucker Carlson to just tell people what's going on. We have got to have these conversations at our dinner tables. And we... We, you know, the worst thing I think we ever did in this country is say, don't talk about politics or religion. We should have taught people how to talk about politics and religion in a respectful way, to have mm -hmm. respectful discourse, because it, it affects everything. We've kicked religion out of this country. Are we better for it as a society? I mean, there's a whole lot of it that's not. A whole lot of it that's not. I mean, we've kicked, we, we say, let's don't talk politics, but we yell at each other behind a computer screen and we post nasty comments on social media to each other because we don't know how to sit down, look in somebody's eyeballs and go, help me understand why you think that. We mm -hmm. got to get back to that. We got to practice that. We got to teach that. We got to tell our kids that. You know, speaking of, did you see that kid who had the, had the flag, on, had a, had a, had a um, patch on his uh, in Colorado on his book bag that said, don't tread on me, which by the way, y'all is from the Revolutionary War. And they called it basically racist, said that it had ties to slavery. And they told him he couldn't wear it. He ended up winning. He ended up winning. Thank God for that, those parents and that kid that pushed back. But can you believe you can put a rainbow pride flag on your book bag, but you can't put a don't tread on me, which was a part of the founding of this country, which was, it was a message to England. But these, you know what's sad? Is the woke people don't even know history. They don't even know history. And they don't want us to know it anymore. They don't want our kids to know it anymore. No, it's wild. Back to just giving all of the information and let everybody use their damn brains to think for themselves and make their own, form their own yeah. opinion, their own judgments or whatever, you know? They it's just so ridiculous. Well, we just want to make sure we we wanted to start out by talking about this whole Ukraine thing, because, again, we need to vote people into office who are going to tell no more sending money over there. We need to get out of that mess. We're about to get into World War Three over it. And also, there were other things that you just need to go listen to that whole episode. But when I think about the United States, they're finding bioweapons labs with the United States ties on near the Russian border. Y'all, mm -hmm. they did that in Cuba. If Russia been doing that in Cuba. I have issues too. Like, why do we think they can't have issues with us doing it? It's rules for me, but not rules for thee, but not for me all right. the time. And the U.S. is guilty of it. And that's what that's been the eye opener for me. It is. That, it's, a, it's an eye opener that it's like the the war machine is it's more about money. Just like everything we've we've learned over the past two or three years is it's all about the money. Follow yep. the money. But yet, yep. what gets sacrificed are the American soldiers, the kids, like yep. 18 to 23 year old boys and girls who we send over yep. to get involved in these conflicts that have nothing to do with anything except money and power. And, you know, it's not, it's just, it's, is it worth it? Is it worth it? All the lives we lost, um, and all, and, you know, go, starting back, going back to Vietnam and, you know, yeah. I mean, I think the world wars, that's probably like a whole different, I'm not going to touch that. That yeah. may have been like necessary, but starting yeah. in Vietnam and then we go into desert storm and then we go into Afghanistan and all this stuff and all these, all these people who have died, like for what? Mm -hmm. For what? I mean, that's where it starts. To, and again, we're not saying we know everything about er all the right. nuances around all these wars, but what we are saying is we were raised to believe the United States was the good guys. Mm -hmm. And I think in many cases in history, you know, I think we, 
perhaps maybe you know, World War II. Let's use World War II. We got drug into that through Pearl Harbor. I think we can all safely say, yeah. Right. Thank God we were able to put an end to that. You know, even though here's here. Hiroshima or Hiroshima, however you want to pronounce it, you know, was not good. At least it did end things, right? But you go back to Vietnam, you go back, you know, Kennedy. We think Kennedy may have even been assassinated because he didn't want to go into Vietnam. Like we don't, there's so much now that blows my mind about all of this. And it's not, quote, conspiracy theories. It's actual facts and facts that could have played into some things that have gone on. And we were told one version of that history. And now it makes you go, hmm, I don't know. Um, but I do want to say Trump's uh, trial dates, we should just mention, they've been set, and one, and one of them is for Super Tuesday, right? Isn't it? Am I, am I right on that, y'all? It's like, yeah, the really dates were just like, wow, that's interesting. One was, I think it was Super Tuesday. Am I wrong, y'all? No, I don't, I don't know. know. It's like, well, I don't know. It's super, super Tuesday is like an election thing, right? It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. So yes, it is around like March or something, which is like, it's, there's something. It was like, huh. That? It is. A lot of people are talking about the the timing of it all. And I think the whole ultimate goal is to, I mean, the ultimate goal of this obviously is Keep that they don't want him to be able to run for president. And yeah. if you're a convicted, what convicted felon or something, then you can't run for president. So they are going to push and push and push to make this happen. You know, yep. before, like, um, I was listening to a podcast where they're saying like, they, they don't even want him on the primary ballot. Like they're going to try to make it to where he can't even be on the primary. That's it. They, they don't even want him. They don't want Republicans to be able to even elect him. So that we right. have to put someone else up, which meanwhile, meanwhile <laughs> look at the percentage of people who, you know, are in favor of him over the ones that were on the stage for the, the GOP debates. Okay? Like, like 2%, 1%, 3%. And then you have him with 60% of the American people. What, we're, what people are saying is, you know, what, whatever your beliefs are, but what most people are saying is that we want to vote for him and they are basically going to take that away and leave people with this panel of people who only 2% of the people really want. Yeah. And then, uh, meanwhile, Biden had a fake, had fake emails, which we now know. Bob uh, got, is it Bob oh, Peters? The Bob aliases, <laughs> all the alias, Bob <laughs> Peters. We need to start calling him that too. Uh, Peter. Robert Peters, y'all. That's the, our president, really. So now we have Republicans trying to get those emails put out. Um, but again, they think it ties back to all the corruption. That, that there's evidence. I mean, we're hearing there's evidence. Who knows? Who knows um, about the connections again back to his son, Hunter, which he vehemently denied in, in the debate. You know, remember Trump called this out in the debate? Mm -hmm. and oh, yeah. Nobody would push Biden on it. He called, he goes, no, I've not had any. And no one, they even had the laptop at this point, remember? And they had how many, we put that on our stories on Instagram, how many CIA, sorry, FBI agents, and then several CIA agents, 50 some, signed off saying, yeah, this is disinformation. Where are they? And where's the accountability for those liars? Right. You know, it's wild, you guys, but we're just putting this in your head to just start connecting the dots pay attention. The mainstream is, is not going to tell you this. I don't even trust Fox News anymore. You've got to, and this is coming from someone who's a former Republican who now hates the Republican Party with pretty much all that is within her. Um, but I'm just saying, you got to look, you got to go read and you got to go look, um, mm -hmm. you know, at, at, at these things. Um, let's shift gears just a little bit because now we've been talking about it, you know, woo -woo, COVID's coming back. Let's scare everybody, right? It's It's like, Two mass mandates in historically black um, 
universities, which really, it really bothers me. It, I, it just, anyway, I, I probably can't even talk about that without sounding terrible, but I'm like, why are we doing this to these black students? Why, why are we doing it? Um, but they're masking up and Kristen wrote out an incredible resource that is getting passed around a lot. And it's on our Substack, but it's it's basically all the science up to date on why masks are not only not effective, but they are also harmful. Kristen, shed some light on some of the things you shared there. Oh, there's so Those much. Those note-taking skills uh, that, you, that you've had in college and everything, they have come in real handy. I don't know, but I've just been saving. Honestly, every time I see something, I have been saving stuff in my notes section. Y'all should see. Yeah. I mean, my notes section is about as bad as my photos in my phone. So I have to keep paying for more stories, but I knew it would come in handy at some point. And now it is because so many people have been asking, they're like, we can't be doing this again. What can we say? And honestly, I put all of this together, y'all. And there's even more. I had so much. I had to condense it. But there's so much coming out now. You have to save these. I have studies in there. One's about the toxins that are in the mask. So you're actually breathing in the toxins. Okay. The other one, I actually printed some of it out right here. This one is huge. This is the one It was even on the high wire. And in our Substack, I show a little video clip where Jeffrey Jackson actually read a little bit of this stuff, but it's the possible toxicity of chronic carbon dioxide exposure associated with face mask use, particularly in pregnant women, children, and adolescents. This is so critically important Y'all need to have this printed out or at least some of it because it's a lot of pages, but you need to show this to the school, the teachers. I want, I want people to send messages to their legislatures, their, um, their legislators. There are, um, how many states? Was it like five, seven or something? Seven, maybe. Seven there, seven, that have banned mask mandates. And I, look, we're in North Carolina and our, our state is not on that list. You better believe mm -hmm. I'm going to send this yep. in there, I'm going to send the whole Substack and just say, when can we be added to this list of states that are banning mass mandates? And here are the reasons why. And just give you the Substack. Just say, yeah. please yeah. do this. Send so it to your school board. Do that. Send that in your school board. Yeah. Because they, you may not think that it's going to happen, but it's going to happen because it's already right. happening. And they're already talking about the vaccines again. Y'all heard Biden talking about this new vaccine? Y'all, this shirt, I, I told them I'm wearing this shirt because I felt spicy today. Because vaccines are like penises. It's okay to have one. It's okay to be proud of it. But please stop showing me pics of it. Stop bragging uh, on social media about it. And for the love of all things pure and holy, stop trying to poke me with it. <laughs> say this was on our site but it's not it was on etsy but y'all it is so true we cannot have these vaccines again do y'all have that clip of kareem do y'all have that yeah 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 wait did, didn't we oh well we have a real you well, get we our a real, real holly we can even direct y'all to that but yeah either, no, either, real. Either. i mean no, still parroting the same old this is safe, safe and effective, and, effective yeah. and the best way to prevent uh severe disease and death with covid really yeah. Because 90, new, like apparently 99% of all the new COVID deaths, the, the COVID deaths that have um, most recent, in this most recent, I guess, wave, 99% of them, according to the CDC, um, are not because of COVID. It's, there's always something else and they just happen to have COVID. Straight yep. from the CDC, y'all, it says deaths per 100,000 in the past three months. This is COVID-19 deaths. Yeah. 1.6. I guess that's the percentage. 1.6%. Okay. 
that means 98.4% of the people that died were not from COVID. They may have right. died with COVID. We've been saying this from the very beginning. From the, and, from the jump. Right. So please don't, once again, please don't let them scare you into thinking even Fauci has tried to weasel his way back in saying, oh, there's been an uptick. There, I mean, if you look there's at- There's always the, an uptick at this time of year. And even if it's an uptick, what is it up like three? It is absolutely absurd. It's ridiculous. And just don't let them fool you. Fool you. you have to go back to, just like when we interviewed Kathy Gibbons, you know, is it true? Yep. Is it true? Is what, look at the facts. Look yeah. at the facts. Well, can we just go back to cold and flu season? Like cold and flu yeah. season. There's yeah. always it's a cold intense. and flu season. Like we always know when the kids start school and it's, you know, we go into fall and into winter. Yeah. We are always all very much aware of colds and flu. And we have always taken care of ourselves to either prevent or treat cold and flu. There is, this is the same. Like, can we just think of it that way and I not have the, the extra fear? Exactly. The best, the best mask any of us has is a great immune system. Yep. Your physical and mental health, that is your mask. That is what's going to protect you the most. And the most important thing, honestly, that I've even learned, even through nursing school, they didn't even stress this, but now I realize how important it is, nasal washing and gargling. Yes. All of these things, yeah. but the viruses, they start here and, and here, okay? So if you can stop the virus from replicating, if you stop it where it starts, then you're not going to have as severe, the severe symptoms. And a lot of times you don't get symptoms until that virus has replicated so much. So yeah. you can either do a nasal washing or gargling every day, or especially if you're around a lot of people in high risk environments, like if you've been traveling or if you're in a big conference, but they're surrounded by a bunch of people, you know, teachers, especially every day, every morning and afternoon, y'all need to be doing nasal washing and gargling. You can get stuff over the counter. You can buy things, but y'all, I have, Literally, a, it's like a $5 bottle of betadine, povidone iodine, and I have a highlight, and we're going to be sharing more of this too. You can add a little bit of that to a little bit of salt and water and do a nasal rinse with a neti pot or make your own nasal spray. You can, you can also get some ivermectin now that we know that that's um, effective. Well, you know, yeah. we, we, for we your antivirals. That's right. right. Um, <sighs> that's right. And, and I want to point out too. When anytime you hear them say the vaccine, we just heard Corinne Jean-Pierre, you know, Biden's, uh, God, I can hardly talk about her. In, in yeah, she, well, she's a puppet. You know, she, somebody might as well have their hand up her ass moving her mouth. I mean, that that's that's what she does. And they do. So <laughs> but it is just, I mean, I, I, she makes me furious, but I have to like, oh, anyway, the whole thing does. She... She, you know, was saying that the, and then we heard Biden say this in an interview too, that, um, you know, they're coming out with a new vaccine and it's going to be available to everybody and they're going to encourage everybody to get it, even if you've had one before. I mean, how it is like, it's just, it's, it's like, I can't believe they're still trying. They're still trying because you know what? Because there's a portion of our population that's dumb enough to believe them. Well, and even the CDC, the CDC even says on their website that they're actually seeing more people are getting the virus that have been vaccinated previously. And then they're also saying if you've had COVID previously, but I'm also wondering if that's people who have had COVID and been vaccinated. So I'd really right. like to see that, but they're fully admitting that. So how do they know that this vaccine is safe and effective? They how don't. do they know? They don't. You don't know effectiveness unless- well, What we need to do is look at the people who get COVID 
in this next little wave. And yep. if they have it severe, have they been vaccinated versus yep. people who are unvaccinated and especially people who have been unvaccinated from the very beginning. Yep. Like I would love to know how they, how that group fares through these mm -hmm. variants yeah. versus the ones that yeah. have taken well, every booster. We may not know because they've, they've erased the V safe data now, you know, yeah, they keep complaining that we don't have any long-term safety studies, but the CDC oh. quietly, uh, put a halt on the V-safe where they sit there and say that our VAERS system is antiquated and everything, but that's the only thing they use when you're at these, when they're at these meetings, that's the, the stats and the data that they use. So they tried to create V-safe. And if you don't know about that, I can inform consent action network. Yeah. Um, and then the, even the high wire with Aaron Siri, if you just search that the V-safe, they have done an excellent presentation on it. They've discussed it. They've shared it. It's on their Instagram. Highly recommend you follow them and support them because they are nothing but facts. Aaron Siri is an amazing lawyer. I mean, this is, I mean, yes, you can go double check everything, but I would trust anything that they say because they haven't been wrong yet. And I want right. to read y'all this from um, Coffee and COVID because yeah. he did a little roundup on the whole yeah. be safe thing where he talked about they pulled the plug. Just so y'all know the numbers. It says, about 10 million Americans who got the jabs signed up for V-Safe. Um, yesterday, they, or I guess that'd be two days ago at this point, the CDC pulled the plug on V-Safe for COVID, um, announcing a retroactive cutoff date of June 30th, and it didn't explain its decision to terminate this program. Um, and then it says, let's see, according to an analysis by ICANN, um, as of September 2022, 10.1 million users had completed over 151 million monthly health surveys using the platform. Of the 10.1 million users, over one third, 3.53 million people reported being adversely impacted by their vaccination. Of those adversely impacted, 1.2 million folks reported being unable to conduct normal activities, and 1.3 million said they had to miss school or work, and about 800,000 actually needed medical treatments for their adverse impact. Hmm. Uh, between the two companies, Moderna registered 1.6 million adverse impacts and Pfizer had 1.4 million uh, adverse impacts. And I think now's, a good, time for, now's yeah. a good time for us to play our one of our favorite doctors, Dr. McCullough, um, yes. in an interview. Again, listen, talk about somebody who has given his life to the cause. I mean, he is one of them. Dr. Pierre Corey will refer all of you listeners to all of our interviews with these amazing doctors. These are doctors who have stuck to the science and relayed it as they could find it. Listen to what he says about these vaccines. One of the top cardiologists, most peer-reviewed cardiologists in the world, Dr. Peter McCullough. Listen to this. Vaccine causes death. Listen, I've looked at things very carefully. There's no other explanation of why such record numbers of people are dying shortly after taking the vaccine. There are analyses that are published on the preprint server, one by McLachlan and colleagues. This is early in the pandemic with only 1,200 deaths. They reviewed all the deaths. They read the vignettes. They coded the deaths. They said, did the vaccine cause it or was there some other cause? 86% of the time, there's no other cause. 50% of the deaths occur within two days of taking the shot. 80% occur within a week. This is not, in my view, an issue of debate. The deaths need to be explained. If the CDC is sitting on 24,000 death reports, don't you think they owe America a report? I do. Okay, aren't you worried you haven't seen a report? I am. Why don't you think you've seen a report? There's something to hide. Bingo. Bingo. 
I just, we can't say this enough. It, even if you think only 10% of what we share on this podcast is true, it is enough to give you pause. Mm-hmm. Why do the life insurance companies verify that all cause mortality in what used to be, you know, the group that you expected to live and, and not die, right? was 18 to 49. Why is it up like 40%? Why mm-hmm. are people like Jamie Foxx? you know, um, you know, having a stroke and then they're oddly silent about all of it for a very long time. I mean, listen, he has his right to privacy, but, and I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he, this happened because of the vaccine, but I'm saying people have gotten weirdly quiet about really weird things happening to them. And um, it it looks like an obvious cover-up at this point. All they got to do is prove us wrong. We know now. They've got the autopsy that they can decide with an autopsy. They can discern whether it was from the vaccine or not. And they can even determine which vaccine it was. So don't tell me that you're baffled and don't tell me that you don't know the cause and that some young person just died unexpectedly and there's no cause of death. Natural causes. Bullshit. Exactly. Bullshit. Exactly. Oh, it's pissing me off. Like it really, like, it is making me sad and I cannot believe more families that this is happening to are not speaking up. It yep. blows my mind. Well, it and these media mind. stories where they just, like you said, they just don't even mention anything. Like, did y'all read in the coffee? I'm trying to find the coffee and COVID right now. All the things that have recently happened just within the NFL, these pregames. Oh yeah. Did you see yeah. that? Yes. Yep. Um, Oh my gosh, I wish I could find it. Because let me also say, I was in a meeting, a sports meeting for our kids' school. And um, with all the parents and the coach and the coach was talking about the AEDs. And I said, um, well, where will the AED be during our, our soccer games? And we had this discussion about it. And I was like, because I think everybody should know where that is, considering time is of the essence. And we're seeing what's happening to otherwise young and healthy athletes. Mm-hmm. So I, and I, I said it, you know, in front of all the parents, I was like, obviously, we know that more cardiac arrests are happening in otherwise healthy athletes. Which, by the way, let me just say, guys, we've looked into this because, you know, Wake Med was doing a screening, a free screening for athletes, and it filled up really fast. Wake Med is like one of the big for-profit hospitals here in Raleigh that, you know, I'll just save all my commentary on that. But for now, but they were doing free screenings and they, um, we were looking into it. They've done it before. They did it, I think, in 2019. So that's not abnormal. But what we were curious about is the reporting was so bizarre by WRAL, another woke local uh, news station here. Um, it's sad. It used to be such a good news station. It's so sad how bad it's gotten. But it, it actually does a reporting that's, that cites a, a kid who, by the way, had cardiac arrest on a field at Cardinal Gibbons High School, a huge local private high school here, 15 years ago. And it didn't say why he had it. Girls, what did we do? We Googled. We went to WRAL's affiliate, found the original article. What did it say he had cardiac arrest from? Uh, lacrosse a ball to, the, to chest. the chest. Commodio cordis, right? That's a blow to the chest, which you, an EKG, Kristen, Nurse Kristen, would an EKG show that you're going to have commodio cordis? Hell no. But you can't it ain't an eight ball. No. It ain't an eight ball. Okay, so they use this person. As their example of why you should get screened, which makes no sense, because he he even quotes, well, I'm not sure they could have told, well, they couldn't have told that you were going to have this happen to you. That's called fortune telling. Okay, this is not, 
in order for an otherwise healthy athlete to have cardiac arrest in the field, there has to be an underlying condition. And you can go on, um, I think it's, I think it's Stanford or one of the Yale, Yale School of Medicine has a list of what a child could have. What is one of the lists, one of the top um, conditions that they can have, which by the way, in 2020 or 2019 was called rare. What's it called, Kristen? What, oh, what do you? Inflammation Myocarditis. Of Myocarditis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I'm sitting here. I mean, I'm I'm thinking ahead, just thinking, why don't they just say because the FDA and CDC has said that myocarditis is a side effect of you know, or one of the causes, or the vaccine right. can cause myocarditis? Why isn't that even listed? So sorry, that's what they should have said. They could have put that in their story. They could have put that in their story. But yeah, they use it. They use something from 15 years ago where a guy got hit in the chest yeah. with a lacrosse ball. That's their example they give. The lack of reporting on this. When it's right, that's what makes us know you are covering it up. You won't say it. I've tried to look to see how much money Pfizer gives WRL because I know how much money. Well, Pfizer gives a lot of money to Duke University, which is uh, nearby big medical school. They give a ton of money to it. So I'm like, what? What? Ha what is happening? Like, why? Why aren't you saying what we already know? And the fact that they won't tells you everything. Because I imagine, like, I. When the whole world inevitably wakes up to what to the scam of these vaccines, and I feel like inevitably it's got to happen to some degree because more and more people are going to have issues that you can trace back to this vaccine. Right. Well, the There's more and more healthy people. people that are just like you said, like you cannot, you know, debate the life insurance data no. with these deaths, 40 percent no. increase in no. our young and healthy population. Look at all the celebrities alone celebrities and athletes that have been injured or died in 2023 alone. Just yep. look at that number. Like, just think about it. Every time you see this headline and it says no cause of death was given or they died at home or they died suddenly and unexpectedly. Yeah. Yeah. Like Peter McCullough said, I mean, like, it's like until proven otherwise, until proven otherwise, this is all we have to go on. That's right. Or unless they commit suicide, you know, or, yep. You know, if you can prove that they've committed suicide or had a drug overdose, then it's until proven otherwise. Yep. Yep. That's exactly right. And I think that that is to me, again, it's the lack of reporting on things that we know to be true at this point that everybody, including masks. Remember, even the um, she's the uh, Asian doctor. They would always interview uh, on Leanna Wynn. Leanna Wynn. Yes. Dr. Leanna Wynn. She came out later and said the masks were a bad idea for our kids. But and she, she acted like we all knew that the whole time or that she, she knew that the whole time. Yeah. That's, and that's the thing. It's like, she didn't come out and just, you know, admit guys, you know, I, I should have, I didn't know this, but I should, she's like, I mean, we know that masks don't do anything. After she like, said, you're like, huh, this is what they do. We can go Google. She was one of those. Leanna Wynn, I think was also the one that goes, well, if we don't use the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine is the carrot. That we yeah. dangle in front of the American public and say, this is the only way back to normal. How will they ever get it? And I'm like, did you hear what you just said? Like, she literally just said, let's manipulate the American people out loud on out CNN. Loud. Over what? Over not verified science. Like the fact that they acted like these were so tested and safe when it was impossible for that to happen in the amount of time, unless you knew a pandemic was coming and you've been preparing for this for 15 years, you don't know that. Mm -mm. You don't know that. And by the way, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't. And I don't, I just want to make sure everybody caught this. When Kristen said earlier that V-safe 
CDC quietly did away with it. That's the monitoring of this vaccine and its side effects. They just did away with it. They didn't announce it to you. They're not going to monitor it anymore. Why? They don't want the evidence. Mm -hmm. They don't want the evidence that they knew. That's why Pfizer wanted to wait 75 years to disclose what they knew. Which, by the way, this is also crazy to me. Can we just talk about this? Because I didn't pick up on this. Joe Rogan and uh, Dave actually are the ones who picked up on this. And I thought it was very interesting when they talked about the study, how they could get the 150, um, the, 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 I mean, the 100% uh, improvement. Do you remember this? Listen to this. No. Yes. And, and I know RFK, yeah. RFK talked about it. Just listen to this snippet. This is wild, y'all. Wow. That's really what it was. There was two people that died in the placebo group. One died of COVID. So that's 100%. That's Hold on a second, y'all. Here, sorry. The efficacy of this drug. One of the people in the COVID group that got the vaccine died of COVID. So they knew that. Yep. Yep. Two people in the placebo group died of COVID. So that's 100%. That's how they came up with the fact. It sounds so crazy, and I didn't believe it when RFK Jr. was saying it. I didn't believe that that yeah. was accurate. But then he actually sent me the, the real paperwork, and you read it, and you go, wow, that's really what it was. There was two people that died in the placebo group. One person died in the vaccinated group, and two is 100% more than one. Yep. So that's, that's how that's it's how 100% got, effective in stopping death. And so – um. So I, uh, this guy, uh, Tom Woods, I don't know if you've ever heard of Tom Woods before. He's a brilliant historian. He does a podcast called the Tom Woods show. Great guy. Good friend of mine. Um, and, uh, he was like one of the loudest, uh, anti-lockdown voices back when the lockdown started and like, put did a great job of like putting together all the data and all the arguments on how this isn't actually working. And it's like an insane policy. Mm -hmm. uh, and then was solid on the vaccine and all that all the way through. But he, he told this story. It was in like his, his newsletter that he writes, which, uh, was very interesting to me kind of like demonstrated the whole like where trust in the institutions is so he was at um i don't know i think he's in his uh his 50s uh so he was at um a doctor's appointment he said and his doctor was like oh you know uh because your age or whatever you can get the uh the shingles vaccine now um so i'd recommend you get it it's 87 percent effective against uh shingles and he was basically saying any time before the last three years i would have just gone okay you know, yeah. I trust, I trust my doctor. I say, okay, sure. I don't want to get shingles. So I better take this vaccine. But now he goes, I'm forced to go, well, how did you come up with this number? Is it right. like the ridiculous way you came up with the COVID vaccine number? Yeah. So I'm like, no, I'm not going to take that. Cause now I have to go and actually look into this. And, and that's kind of, I think where a lot of people are like, yeah. that's where I am. Yeah. That I would have always assumed that like, I don't know if my doctor's telling me this, he's done his research. He wouldn't just be telling me this without having looked into it. He knows better than me about this field. So I'll tell you, now I never trusted the CDC or, you know what I mean? Like I always knew government entities were corrupt, but I figured my local doctor would kind of like not just recommend something to me. And that was a big thing that COVID exposed that, oh, even that guy. Well, and I got in arguments with my kid's pediatrician over this, where I had clearly done more research than he had. Yep. I knew shit that he didn't know. And he's recommending this to my kids, you know, um, which was insane. Um, but that's where like a lot of people are at now. Well, they're, they're financially incentivized to do it and they're not they're doing right their there. job. They're not doing their job. They're not looking at anything. And so we're forced to do their job that they went to medical school for. They should be able to look at a damn study 
Yeah. But it's how to lie with statistics too. They could go look at a study, but if they yeah. actually don't really look at it, they That's wouldn't it. know. That's interesting because the studies we now know, go back to our Pierre Corey episode, we now know they manipulate studies to get the outcome. You can't trust studies anymore either, which is like why with the masks and we were looking at those studies, the, the, the mask study that the CDC sponsored, you could poke a thousand holes in it. So what you have to do, guys, is now you do have to go read the actual studies, you know. We talked about this with Dr. Corey, not just the like conclusion. You got to look at how they did it, who sponsored it. It's just so sad, but this is where we're at. Why? Because everything's been captured and you just didn't know it. It's been captured by money, by pharma. The doctors were trusting the three-letter agencies and the three-letter agencies were in bed with pharma. And then now we're supposed to have a media that is sort of like the gatekeepers of society to hold government in check and to expose these things like real investigative reporters like Dave Smith here and who wasn't even an investigative reporter, but has become one. Matt Taibbi, Barry Weiss, these people who actually do the investigating, we were supposed to have that to safeguard us from corruption, but they're all owned. They're all bought because guess who sponsors CNN, Fox News, GlaxoSmithKline, uh, Pfizer, all of them. Sponsored by Pfizer. You know go what ahead. you have to do? You have to go look up everything prior to COVID. So but if you want to look up any study, and well, and it's probably even earlier than that. Yes, because but Holly, I know we I know we were listening to Brett Weinstein with um Dr. Merrick and what was the other guy? Um yes, the Italian guy. Yes. But yeah. either way. He was even talking about corticosteroids and yeah. how they had a study two years prior to COVID that showed how wonderful the corticosteroids was. And now they're saying they don't work at all. So it, it's like you have to go look up pre before they started being corrupt and being bought because it used to be that you could at least go look up a study. And I know that all this stuff has been going on for years. I mean, and that's why they have to say, are there any, you yeah. know, just, you know, any, oh my gosh. What? Well, oh my God, I'm trying. Conflicts of interest. Yes, thank you. Conflicts of interest. I couldn't think of the word, what, what the word was, but it's just it's really sad that you can't you can't find the truth anymore. No, you can't. And 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 the problem is you got to know who's funding the study. What they what outcome do they want? Who's doing the study? You know, who's doing the study? What outcome do they want? For example, when you were told all these years, no, we know that vaccines don't cause autism. Bullshit. They don't know that. They haven't tested them. They have only studied certain vaccines in certain ways. And there was a whistleblower named William Thompson who came out of the CDC and said, we knew it was causing it in black children and black boys. And we burned it. And they made us burn it. And it should fire your ass up just to know that. Because let me just tell you how mad that makes me. Mm -hmm. The fact that they would hide that evidence and... They, but they tell you, and we get these talking points like Russian collusion. You just hear the you just hear the Malkinburg media say it over and over and over again that you begin to believe that it's reality and that it's true, but it's not true. And let me tell you something else. We may never know what vaccines actually trigger autism because it's doubtful that it's the actual virus in a vaccine that triggers it. It's the adjuvants which they use in all these vaccines. And these adjuvants are things like Aluminum, which we know are a neurotoxin that causes the brain to in, to inflame or can. It can cause the blood-brain barrier, cause inflammation, encephalitis, i.e. a form of autism. And yet we can put those pieces together and they will sit there and they will lie to us and they will put our children on the altar of, of social protection, 
right? As to somehow say these health agencies that say they're out to protect all of us, they are liars. Mm -hmm. They are liars. And I am so tired of everybody falling for it. And then turning on me and Kristen and Amy and anyone else and calling us spreaders of misinformation. You go put your kid up on the altar all you want. I'm not setting my child on fire so yours stays warm. I'm not doing it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I will fight every single person that tells me that. And you tell me to put a mask on my face or on my kid. Tell me to put a vaccine in their arm. I am telling you it's the hill I will literally die on. Yep. Amen. A second amendment full in my house to tell you I will not be doing it. What she said, what she said, and everybody is pumped up. They just heard a Holly preach today. It just, y'all, it has been like in my soul this week. I'm like, I am ready to fight. (laughs) Are you sure? I'm ready to physically fight people. It is, it's bad. It's bad. I got, I got to go do some like praying. I got to go meditate and like, I bet that, I bet that felt really good. And we're all better out. for it. We're all better for it today. I had to get it out. Sorry. That's where I'm at. Don't and I'm thinking, well, it's because, yeah, I'm not. Thank you. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> because I know. And here's the, here's the truth. I know. I know because I've read and I've educated myself with actual science that you, like Kristen acknowledged, that's not been manipulated. Go look at the Simpson Wood meeting Go read the transcript from the Sense of Wood meeting and it will tell you that they do know these things are happening to our kids and they don't care. Yep. And and the reason why they don't care is the money it makes. Go look at the money that's in all these vaccines. But the other reason they don't care is that some of them actually believe it's preventing things like measles. And let's say that it is. Measles is a treatable disease compared to 100 years ago. We need to revisit what we're vaccinating for that if a child got today, would 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 it would, would most the vast majority of children be able to survive it? Yes. And again, if a vaccine is going to protect you from a virus, you can get to choose and have that vaccine. If you believe that and you want to do that, but I don't have to take the vaccine to protect you from getting the virus. It doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. That is simple logic. Mm-hmm. But we don't have logic anymore. We have stupidity. We have absolute. We are asleep at the wheel and then we believe everything we're told and we trust all these people to just tell us what to think, which is why we started this podcast to start with. Just think for yourself and quit believing what everybody else says and go, listen, if you learn to read in kindergarten, go put it to use. Go read something. <laughs> all you got to do. All just you got to do. Gosh, read those cobwebs. Just yes. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. now we should just start saying and have some shirts that say "Just read." Yeah, yeah, just read. Yes. Just read. I like that. Just read. That's all it takes. <laughs> Amy has a great idea. We're gonna just. I'm gonna say it. Amy, tell the idea that you had about the QR code for the. Sub- oh yeah, Kristen, you weren't on whenever I earlier before we started recording. I was like, I just had this bright idea today with our with your new mask Substack. I said we should have either a shirt or stickers that say "Masks don't work" and then have a QR code. Uh huh. That will take people Ooh, straight like to the Substack. That way, if we made some stickers or something, y'all, um, yeah. you could slap them on. Everywhere. Telephone yeah. poles. Everywhere. Grocery. I mean, we I don't know. Do I'm some, not telling you to vandalize. But, vaccines. You know. We got to have a yes. vaccine. We have a Substack on that too. We could, yes. have, we could have stickers for every, every, every thing. But just still. Pass them out like candy. Throw yeah. it, sprinkle it like confetti everywhere. Yep. We probably well, should mention real quick to Hawaii. We've mentioned it before. Yes. Let's talk about these fires because, of course, do y'all remember we showed you from um, 
James O'Keefe, you know, when when Project Veritas caught the CNN producer saying, oh, the next thing after Trump is going to be climate change. It's going to be the fear monger. It's going to be the thing that we fill the headlines with. Well, that's exactly what's happened. And remember, now they want to say that all these things, all the fires are from climate change. And they tried to CNN came out and said, you know, they're trying to ignore climate change and saying the fires in Greece were not a result of climate change. Well, they weren't because they've arrested about 80 arsonists for those fires. So again, go look at the headlines that they printed. No evidence. Now we know it was started by arsonists. Okay. And I want to know. I want to know who are these arsonists and who? Yeah. Why? why? Mm-hmm. Who and why? Why are they? You know, I mean, I know I'm putting on my hat here, but I'm just saying. Why <laughs> would you want to? Why would you? Why, that's that's collusion. Eighty. How many arsonists? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they, ha- they had evidence, Amy, that there was that the um, intel, the U.S. intel knew that terrorists had discussed lighting America on fire and burning land to create, just create havoc, basically. So mm-hmm. we know there are people who have sinister um, right. intentions, you know, to create havoc and destroy, uh, you know, destroy a country. Or further the climate change uh, narrative and agenda. Or narrative. Yep. Who knows? Who um, knows? Interesting. But Hawaii, let's just say, you, you, uh, Kristen, you mentioned something about a concert for Maui that Trevor sent us. We should talk oh, about Yes, I wanted to, I want to talk about that after, well, I'll go ahead and tell you about that, that there is a, shoot, first let me do this because I pulled up, because speaking of Maui and speaking of the corruption, I just wanted to point this out, that um, if y'all had seen in the news that there's a lawsuit against the Hawaiian Electric Company, which Maui County just tried to make the scapegoat for the Lahaina fires, responded mm-hmm. Sunday by blowing a hole right amidships of the SS narrative. This is from Coffee and COVID, how he writes it. The post-millennial ran the story yesterday, headlined, Hawaiian Electric says power lines were shut off hours before wildfire. Um, this says, you may recall from last week's post, Maui County sued HECO, the, the HECO, claiming that the power company negligently failed to cut the power off, even though it had ample notice from windy weather advisories. So... Maui, the lawsuit went so far as to boldly claim the wildfires could have been easily prevented. Well, on Sunday, Hawaiian Electric Company announced that it had, in fact, de-energized all its power lines in West Maui hours before the devastating wildfires broke out. It even presented evidence. Whoops. I guess uh, HECO, I'm just calling it HECO, does not intend to take the blame for Maui. In its statement, they said the poorly conceived lawsuit may leave no choice in the legal system but to show responsibility for what happened that day, which is exactly what I predicted would happen. I'm telling you, y'all, there is some really bizarre shiitake going on over there for them to just come out and just blatantly blame without any evidence this electric company. And obviously, that's not the reason. So it, it's just bizarre, bizarre yeah. and it's weird stuff that should make you pause and think. But I wanted to, while we're talking about this, there is also a um, great concert and great organization that is happening. That's like a, um, it's a, I guess, a, a fundraiser for Maui. And it's called, it's time to save Maui, 100% of the proceeds to the victims. Okay. Saturday, September 2nd. So the musicians, I guess it's a live online benefit concert. It's going to have Eric Clapton, Joseph Arthur, Five Times August. We love him. Um, is it Tidy, Seether, and Faithless Town? Saturday, yeah. September 2nd at 8 p.m. We'll post it in our stories um, and on our, on. we'll just go ahead and post it on our Instagram page. 
um, but it's sponsored by the Global Health Project. So they're gonna, it says these musicians in Global Health Project stepped up to do this event for two reasons. One, to bring awareness to the public of how profound the tragedy in Maui is. And two, to raise money that will go 100% directly to the victims. The American people have always been the first in line to help in these kinds of disasters. And this is no different. The victims of this disaster can't wait for long bureaucratic processes to start the healing. We need to act now, said Kat Lindy, director of the Global Health Project, because I was about to insert myself because the government ain't doing shit. I've already cut. So I'm going to say it again. We're just doing anything except giving $700 and not let. So this it's left up to the people. It's left up to the people to do this. So let's support them. Yeah. And um, there's a, also a, a what it, the QR card to donate if you want to, because a lot of people have been wondering, who do we donate to? Who can yeah. we trust? We can trust them. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Now we have someone that we, and we got it from Trevor, who's our go-to. Hey, Trevor. Oh, wait, there's um, also, it says, real quick, if anybody's listening and you can't go, sorry, it says text Mahalo, that's M-A-H-A-L-O, to 53-555 to donate. So again, that's Mahalo to 53-555 to donate. So we'll have to do that too. But I just wanted to throw that out there. Perfect. Perfect. Well, and we want to do all we can to support them. And again, we, we there's a lot of con, con, conspiracies. And I say that in a non-derogatory um, manner because it means there's theories. I should say theories. Conspiracy means they're conspiring. But it is. It, we're very curious about what all's going on over there because it has looked really, really, really bad. And ultimately, I think regardless of what's happened, government failure on full display. Mm-hmm. Right. Just, I mean, they didn't sound the alarms. They, you know, they, they, water. they. Well, yes, it wasn't water. There's so they, many things. Just At so this long. point, conspiracy theories are just questions. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And we're they allowed go. to have questions. There you go. And we should be asking questions. That's exactly Amen. And can we just, because I do, I, I can't let Hunter Biden go before we wrap up today. Um, Don't. No, we just we can't. Don't let him well, go. Let's end it with a bang. Let's, yeah. yeah. Um, can we talk about Peter Ducey? God bless Peter Ducey. Peter Ducey of Fox News, Um, even though I, I don't like Fox either. Um. But he is at least one of the reporters that will go in there and he will ask, you know, KJP, all those questions and that she hates, that she hates, but she can't kick him out. She can't kick him out. So listen to this. $16,000 a month now to stage near Hunter Biden in Malibu. Who's paying for that? That's a question for the Secret Service. Secret Service. So Secret Service, by the way, is paying $16,000 a month to guard the crackhead. Hunter Biden is reportedly selling art to pay for his $15,800 a month rent in Malibu. How can you guarantee that people are not going to be buying this art to gain favor with the president? That is a question for Hunter Biden and his representative. It's, it's an I, I know. I hear. I hear. I hear got a job from the Biden administration. Can you guarantee that there's? I no hear you. I hear your one? question. I'm not going to get involved in this. That is a question for Hunter Biden's representatives. So, what? <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> okay, it just come on. And I imagine fact, if that was Donald Trump Jr. Just. Just, just imagine. imagine, just imagine Flip it. if that was him. Just imagine, mm-hmm. imagine. And that was Kaylee McEnany saying, I'm not going to answer that question. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? 
what would have happened to her and to Donald. Like, it's so wild. And y'all miss her in her binder. That big old, you know, was that like three feet? I think that binder was like three feet high. And her binder was bigger than your binders. I will have to agree with that. It was. Let me ask you this. Do y'all think that Democrats see the hypocrisy of this? Um, I know. I don't know, but I will say, I know we, we have to wrap it up, but, but there was a really good post, um, by somebody that we really like to follow Amir Odom. Mm. Yeah. And he brings this up, um, in this post because he says, here's a different perspective on Trump's indictment. Um, just talking about if you're wondering why some people disagree with this or why they're just unbothered by it, here's why. The first thing he says was the hypocrisy. The day after Trump was elected as president um, in 2016, Democrats said the election was illegitimate and denying the results. So do y'all remember that? Yeah. Yes. So here's what Amy's talking about. It's from Amir X Odom on Instagram. He's really, we really like him. It says, here's a different perspective on Trump's indictment. The hypocrisy. The day after Donald Trump was elected as president in 2016, Democrats said the election was illegitimate. But now if anyone questions the 2020 election, they're all of a sudden some crazy conspiracy theorist. And he has a video of our one of our faves, our favorite loser, Hillary Clinton. Okay, then the hypocrisy. Weeks before the 2020 election, over 50 of the nation's top former CIA officials assigned a letter saying the Hunter Biden laptop was fake. Additionally, anyone who mentioned the story online was suppressed or banned due to spreading misinformation. We now know that the laptop is real and it was purposely suppressed to change the outcome of the election. Yet for some reason, no one is looking into this. And instead, we're accusing Donald Trump of election interference. The hypocrisy. If there was footage of Donald Trump Jr., let's look at Hunter Biden doing cocaine and banging prostitutes. We wouldn't hear the end of it. Look at this. There's a we'll get y'all to show y'all, but there's a nice little picture of Donald Trump Jr. Can't imagine if I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, not Donald Trump, Hunter Biden. But can we imagine if it was Donald Trump Jr.? So excuse me. That was definitely not Donald Trump. I'm sorry. If Donald Trump, I really hope you do listen to this. If you did, I'm sorry for that mistake. Okay. Then the hypocrisy. January 6th is viewed as the most horrible day in our nation. Meanwhile, the summer prior, there was over a billion dollars in damage across multiple cities, and it was viewed as, quote, mostly peaceful. He says, it's hard to care about this indictment when we've been blatantly lied to about so much regarding our government. It's exhausting. Homelessness is rising. Crime is rising. Drug overdoses are rising. Are rising. Debt is rising. And our infrastructure, infrastructure is crumbling. Yet for some reason, they want us to care about Donald Trump and ignore the fact that we've sent over $100 billion to Ukraine as if we don't have issues at home to worry about. We don't have money to cancel student loan debt to support our healthcare system, or to fix our infrastructure, but all of a sudden we have $130 billion to give to another country? Cool. Whether you like Trump or not, it's clear that the mainstream media and those in control care more about taking him down than telling the truth for what it is. Now is not the time to pick a side. Now is the time to practice discernment and focus on the facts at hand. It is imperative to analyze both sides of the political aisle. I urge you to consider the ways in which both ends of the political spectrum can serve to create division. So then he has sources here. He has sources listed. Uh, it's a great way perspective. It is. It, it's, 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 um, I'm kind of glad I actually brought that up because I keep thinking that like, do y'all see? Because I feel like if I was on, if the, if the tables were turned as someone who did not vote for Hillary Clinton, um, you know, if I, or Joe Biden, I'll just say it. Um, 
if the tables were turned and and I, I think I'd be like, hey, hold on, this isn't right. Like, right. like a can, witch- do they not see that they denied the the election for four years? I mean, they via, did via the Russian collusion stuff. Yes, they're saying this is illegitimate president, illegitimate president. The election yeah. was. Um, you yeah. know, whatever fake because of Russian collusion. Yeah. They did that every single day for four years. Like, wouldn't you think that yeah. they would be like, oh, well, we kind of did do that too. And so. they hang their hats on January 6th and, and blame Trump, which by the way, thousands of people were there. And we're talking, what was it? A few hundred involved in the Capitol situation. I mean, I don't, it was not everybody that was at the Capitol that day for sure. And nobody also, died except for one, you well, know, who was one, killed by a police officer. So, right. so, you know, again, I'm not, listen, I don't think they should have stormed the Capitol. I don't think that should have happened. But at the same time, um, the way that it has been portrayed by the media and by the Democratic Party is like. And the way those people have been treated. Solitary confinement. Yeah. They, they will be traumatized for the rest of their life. Whereas Hunter Biden has been banging prostitutes and dealing cocaine, cracking, yeah. admitted it. And we are pretty sure he's the one that brought that stuff to the White House. And oh, and then not to mention his China dealings and everything, which is a national security issue, and not yeah. to mention the gross, disgusting stuff on his laptop. And yeah. he's fine. He's yeah. fine. Nothing yeah. is happening to him right now. Okay, so it is biz- it is just beyond it is beyond imagination what is happening. I can't I cannot believe it. I just and can't. I just I just want to say just because for people who are listening that don't know us, you know, we say at the beginning of this, you know, we came from across political spectrum. It is true. We were raised in three different ways when it comes to politics. But let me just say, Kristen and Amy, were y'all at all involved in any, like, did you know, did you read any politics in the paper? Did you watch the news for the political commentary? Like, when, how long have you been paying attention to this stuff? Um, Since, like, 2020 since COVID. Okay. And that's, that's what it. I want everybody to know, because when you hear us talking about this, we don't have a dog in the fight, honestly. Like, to be honest with you, we don't trust anyone or anything or any party. We just don't. And we just want to know what is right and what's true. I think that's probably most, I think more Americans feel that way than don't. Maybe I'm wrong. But what we need is for those of you who feel like we do speak out and speak up, and just say, this is, we've got a problem. Here's the thing. I don't think we fix this country incrementally. And I, I wish we could. I wish we could just say, well, let's go vote in, you know, all new people because, you know, the Lindsey Grahams need to go. I'll say it. That's a Republican um, who's also gay. I'm just kidding. I think he's gay. But I, I always say, I always say, that. I'm going to keep saying it because one day I'm going to be proven right. You're going to be another conspiracy theory. That's right. No, that's misinformation. In my heart, I've always thought he was. I'm just saying. I mean, he he is very feminine, at least. Never married. Oh, he's not married. Oh, come on now. There it is. Anyway. Sorry. But listen, y'all, I have no facts to prove that. So that is misinformation, possibly. But it's a theory. And we're going to see how that plays out in time. Okay. So, but, but, but again, I, I don't think we're going to incrementally fix this because it's so deep. It's, it's going to take, and I'm not calling for a revolution or anything like that, I'm, but it is going to take revolutionary thoughts and speech and saying, we're not doing this anymore. I'm not sending this incumbent back to D.C. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I think elections aren't rigged. I think there is election interference. Well, we know there is now, y'all. 
the Hunter Biden laptop story is proof there was election interference. That's undeniable proof. We, we have to start, we have to stop being complacent. And for those of you that you feel like you've just been complacent, it's probably because your life has not been profoundly affected by any of this stuff, but it will eventually. You understand that, right? We're on the downhill slope. If you don't do something, this ain't changing. This mm -hmm. is not changing. We're going to keep talking about it and nothing will change. The way it changes is when we change, we change our behaviors. We change our height. We stop trying to be polite. And we stop trying to say, we're not going to talk about it. You have to talk about it and you have to show people evidence. You can't just look, it's fine to have an opinion. Clearly we have them, but we're also trying to show you why we believe what we believe. Be ready to give an answer. But this being quiet and trying to be polite and just hoping it all gets better. It's not going to get better. Mm -mm. Unless we do something. And I'm not saying we storm the Capitol or I'm saying you have it starts with conversations and letting people know what's going on and 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 really exposing the deep state and the swamp and stop sending Republicans and Democrats back there that have been a part of the problem. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's where it's got to start. Anyway. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening to us rant and be a little spicy today. Trust me, this is the PG version of what you would have heard. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.